Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. We have a great podcast here, but in the process of interviewing Gladys, I got to learn more about Uber Media. Uber Media provides the industry's highest quality mobile data solutions and is a trusted partner from businesses all around the world. From providing the right analytical tools to back different buying decisions, they give users crucial daily market metrics so that organizations of all sizes can develop coronavirus recovery strategies. Uber Media helps companies unlock the power of human movement to make accurate, timely, and informed decisions. Learn more about Uber Media and how they can enhance your own marketing efforts while driving business growth, or even check out some of their new innovations around COVID online at ubermedia.com. And we thank them for the support for the show today. On this episode, we are really excited to be here with Gladys Kong. She is the CEO. We always love powerful women on this show of Uber Media. It's a mobile location data and insights company, and she's an expert of mobile technology and data solutions, even has some roots as a vice president of engineering. She's been responsible for a lot of different things from the data science team to pivoting it from social media app to a leading mobile app and data analytics company. So she's really an entrepreneur at heart and a founder of many tech companies. She has numerous patents. Go Gladys in the technology space. In 2015 and 2016, she was named one of Business Insider's 30 Most Powerful Women in Mobile Advertising. She's contributed to more rankings for Uber Media, being in the Wall Street Journal, in the top 50 startups, and listed as Fast Companies, one of 50 most innovative companies. So she's really brought the company to the ranks. But today, she's going to share with you a few different perspectives on building diverse teams as she's led these startups. How does she bring diversity in and really share her passion around motivating other women, especially uh, Asian women, to come into the field and share her experience just to make sure you know that there is a seat for you at the table and teach you how you can take it. So thanks for joining us, Gladys. Thank you for having me, Nicole. Great. So you could just start off and see if there's anything that I missed about you or if you want to just share anything about Uber Media. Sure. So I'll start with, yes, my name is Gladys Kong. I'm the CEO of Uber Media. Uber Media, as Nicole said, is a location data insights company. We make mobile location data actionable through uh, thoughtfully built technology and a deep foundation in, um, in data science. 
Uh, our goal is to help organizations across different industry understand human movement patterns so that they can gain insights into their typical customer journey, traffic flow, and behavioral trends. So we want to help business decisions become more informed and accurate and timely. That's what we do. Uh, super important, and it's, I'm sure, a growing field. So what else have you figured out when it comes to building diverse teams at Uber Media or on your career journey? That's a great question. When I first started out building the company, I didn't have diversity in mind. That wasn't a goal. Uh, it's about five years ago when I started being the CEO, but uh, eight years ago when I was the CTO of the company. My goal was to build a well-rounded team, and I grew up playing basketball, and I love watching basketball. So all my team has hear my basketball analogies. I often look at building a team like a basketball team. You have to have a well-rounded skill set and a set of diverse personalities because you can't have five people that want to take the last second shot to win the game. You have to have a balanced team that someone is willing to sacrifice the body to get rebounds. Someone has to pass the ball around. Someone has to be able to take the clutch shot. So I always look at building a team that's sort of like that. You have to have a very balanced set of skill set and also personality that's willing to take on different roles and widens the team's skill set and also the perspective of the team. And so we always hire with that goal in mind. And fast forward to today, diversity is being talked about, especially with what happened early in the year. It's not just talking point now. It is something that we should built into the culture of the organization and that we started morphing what we've been doing into more of a, a cultural belief, how we execute on that day in and day out. Great. Uh, you're exactly right. So creating kind of more of an action plan and formalizing it is key. As we guide success for women in tech here, a big piece of that is guiding success for women to be on that team for you. So what types of things have you found effective in building diverse teams at Uber Media? Yeah, I think the number one thing is when you start building a diverse team, you realize what really helped build a diverse team is the open-mindedness of your team. Um, if you keep looking for the same thing, you only build the team that have a similar personality, similar skill set. So I think it's easier once you have built into the culture of the open-mindedness that you always look for, uh, look to learn something new, to uh, hear something different than what you used to practice and you're open to that. And so when even the hiring process, we always strive to hire the person with the right skills for the job, but we also open to maybe they do the job differently in the past and we open to learning that new skill. And then we'll bring someone into the mix to, to, kind of enhance what we have already been doing. And it also helps that we have built a diverse team, especially in, in, in gender, where we have, a, for a tech company, we have a really good ratio of men to women. And so it helps attract, attracts talent that wants to come into a tech company, but was afraid what if, if about your culture, whether they would fit in or not. So having leadership that are female, having a diverse team, makes uh, candidates more comfortable coming into the company and they can feel that during the interview process. And I think that what helps us bring in more female. And I think if you are a female looking for opportunities, you should look for a company that you're comfortable with, that you know you'll fit in. And that's part of what we strive to do at Uber Media is make sure that everyone that we bring into the company feel like they could fit in. Yeah, and question on that, 
when it comes to displaying the power of the diversity that you have today, how do you do that? I know pre-COVID, <laughs> they could have come in and walked the floor and seen it. Like, how do you represent that you have that type of balance? I always say diversity brings diversity. If you started with having enough women where I just learned this uh, recently when one of my new hires sat down with me uh, for lunch and told me, you know, what made me comfortable and also surprised in the interview is that I've never interviewed with a tech company where I interview more women than men in the panel. So that is one factor which we didn't particularly design it to be that way, but because we have enough women in leadership that the interview panel, you know, a lot of times have equal men and women, but sometimes more women and sometimes more men. But that so happened to be the mix where they see enough women in a tech company, which is not usual. And that makes the candidate very comfortable in joining a place where not only do we have female working, but that they have opportunity to advance into leadership positions. Fabulous. So it sounds like two things. The fact that there's women leaders existing and so much balance today that helps bring you that female talent. And then of course, diverse interview pools. So two great tips there. What other tips do you have on building that diversity into the organization? You asked me earlier, what shows uh, now you can't really visit the floor and you can't see. I think it comes across in how uh, our team talks to candidates. Are we the type that always tell you, oh, here's how we do things? Are we hearing, um, here's what we do? How do you do it? And ask questions and listen to the candidate. I think in a diverse culture, you often have a team that likes to listen and learn new things that increase the skill set and maybe broaden their horizons. And I think that's what a diverse culture looks like, is that you're always looking to broaden your horizon and learn from um, new employees and, and, and new team members. And I think that is a sign that you should look for when you go for an interview is, are we people telling me what I'm going to do when I start here? Or are they looking for me to bring something new to the table? And I think we are always looking to improve what we have and have someone bring something new to the table. I hear a little of the innovator in you there because studies show that when you have those diverse teams, listening and learning in the broader horizon is what leads to innovation. So I think that's why you have winning basketball teams in your past. <laughs> is, uh, they're creating more innovation because they're looking at it differently. Is there anything else you do inside the company once the talent's there to cultivate uh, cultural sharing or even the sharing of ideas to help this initiative? Well, we recently, because it's our 10th anniversary this year and also with COVID, we feel that maybe it's harder for a new team member to feel what the culture is like at Uber Media. So we actually did an exercise to write down culture and to share with uh, existing team members and also new team members. And the way that we approached that was we actually interviewed People have been here like myself for a long, long time. What we believe was a culture when we first founded the company. And then we interview people who've been here around five years that without telling them what it was to see if that held up. And we interview people who've been here a year. And it's been amazingly consistent. So we memorialize it in a document, we share that. And one of the main things out of our culture is learning, uh, to, to stay curious and to, to continue to learn. And with every new team member we bring in, we try to not only learn, but we show that we care about everyone in the organization and we get to know them and we 
uh, have them get to know us as much as we can. So even today, I hold um, monthly virtual lunches with my team so that I can see everyone once every so often to stay in touch and know that uh, I'm here if they want to discuss anything and, and talk about that and to learn what they've been doing. And so I think that 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 is what it is, is to have a culture that cares and that wants to learn from each other and that has an open mind. And great. And when it comes to women in tech, obviously, uh, we connected to this show. That's one way to show that you really care about women in tech. Is there anything specific to women in technology that you see happening in the company or in the community that you think help contribute to this type of attitude? I am very fortunate to never felt that being a woman, I should have lesser opportunity and their opportunity I should not pursue. I have two sisters, older sisters, and my mom never made any one of us feel there should be things we don't go after. Whether it is a hobby, whether it's academic, my career, a sports, right? She let me play basketball, never told me it's not a sports for girls or whatever. So I get to choose what I want to do. And I never felt that being a girl will hold me back. And I think I would love to spread that culture where we should not stop ourselves as women. We should not think that there are jobs out there, careers out there that we are not as competitive and that we should give ourselves the permission to go apply for things that maybe um, there haven't been a lot of women ahead of you, but you can always be the first one. You only need to you know, be the, the one and then you open the path for the future candidates and, and future younger generations. So I feel that the most important thing for women is to feel that this is okay because it has to start somewhere. Even if you're the first one, you're the first few, be okay with it, that you can be the pioneer and you can start a new path. Well, you forged a lot of new paths in the startup world and in your career. And I imagine that you might've been the first in a few arenas. So how does it feel to break into that? How do you give yourself the confidence to go for something new, to, to reach out of your comfort zone for things like that? I always tell my uh, employees now that if uh, I was mentoring them or having a conversation with them, the one thing that you are armed with is your ability to learn and grow. So even if you have a position that you are not certain about, but you want to try, you go into it with the attitude that I'm going to do everything I can to learn and to grow into this position. And I have never seen anyone that come back with a bad experience if they have that attitude, because at the end of the day, even if the position turned out not to be what you want, you learn something great and you take that along with you to the next position. So I really feel one of the main weapons you're armed with is just your ability and not your, your, you don't have a fear to just have to learn something new and to live up to a position that maybe you have to grow into. And I think that's the number one thing we can arm ourselves with. Absolutely. And we've kind of already pivoted naturally from things that we do as an organization to get better, whether it's having that broader innovation, looking at diverse hiring. And now we've, we're focused a little more on the individual. So we'll double click here and see what other advice you have to individual women in tech that can help them be successful. So, uh, you know, a little bit of what we talked about leading up to the show was how you want to inspire the next generation or inspire women to take their power, as you've just mm -hmm. mentioned. What other advice do you have in that area? So I have two teenage daughters that I would like to help them or help generations, um, the, their generation to look at opportunities and 
they are going to be female, Asian, growing into whatever tech world or other world that they move into. And I wanted to make them feel that there are people like them in in a discipline they want to go into. So for me, my role is to speak up more in the tech world. So if another Asian girl saw that they want to take a path to become you know, a tech leader and then a CEO, it would make me feel great that they could see someone that had done that and more people uh, that they've seen uh, growing into that. And I I think that was that, that is the one thing uh, I want to achieve for them. So if I were to tell my girls today, I would do what my mom would say is like, there's nothing you can't do as long as you put your heart to it and you work for it. And that even if you don't see a whole lot of people in that path, you be the first one and you grow into it and just don't be afraid. The number one thing that I think a lot of people get stopped in their own tracks is fear. Fear that I may not have enough skill set to take this position. Fear that I don't know what's going to be like. I, I don't know if I uh, can um, be in a world where there are not that many female. Well, don't be afraid. Give it a try. It's the worst thing that could happen to you. It's that you don't like it or you may grow into it and you love it or you just decided you learned that something else is what you love. So I think there's uh, a lot to be said about not being fearful, keep an open mind and trying something that you wanted to try. And ultimately you, you learn something about yourself and about your career path. Absolutely. And a lot of women in tech initiatives, podcast apps, programs, talk about how you can't be what you can't see. So I think that sometimes we do these podcasts and these intros and these bios, but it's more than just uh, your success tips. It really is your personal journey and your own success and sharing that to inspire others so that they can see you in it. So I think that's one big step of it. And I love that you talked about eliminating fear. You know, analogy wise, I'm uh, very close to having a second child. And I think fear works against you physically when you're trying to birth a child it's an interesting analogy of fear in your career because it could stop you from moving forward and, and birthing that new career. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I think my uh, pregnant body is talking to me here on that analogy, but it just seems so true, doesn't it? But it is so true, Nicole. I always say, it's just, it's just a really good analogy. I always say, people always say, you know, ask you, are you ready? No one is ever ready for a new child to be born, right? You're never ready, but nope. <laughs> you can take that same attitude in taking any job. You never quite know exactly what you're going to do. And you quite never, not quite ever completely ready, but just have an open mind, go into it. I mean, many people discover the journey of parenthood as they go along and it's, it turns out great. And so I think, People should have the attitude that you don't always have to know 100% you're ready, and, but you'll okay for an adventure and you'll do your best along the way. Yeah, it's like now we've become a parenting podcast. Listen, learning, growing. <laughs> it's yes. definitely what you do as, as a working mom and, and as a parent. So, And I believe with the, enough love and care, you'll succeed. <laughs> That's what it is, right? If you love your career enough, you're going to learn enough things to be successful at it. Yes, exactly. Well, that is a great tip. You said you had two. Did you have another tip to help women in tech? Yeah. So another one is I want everybody to feel as you go into organization, maybe you are the minority, but with the belief that research is actually now showing that a company with better gender diversity, actually McKinsey just found them, 
companies with better diversity did 21% better on profitability and companies with better ethnic diversity did 33% better on profitability. You're actually gonna help the company. So go in knowing that a diverse company, maybe even if they're not quite diverse right now, you're gonna improve that and you're gonna make a difference and you're gonna open the door for other future employees for that company. I think even if you're not seeing the company's quite diverse, but you feel that there is a path to becoming that, just take take the journey and you know you'll you'll make the company better as a result. Those stats are absolutely true. I have to selfishly plug my new book with Jack Canfield because in Pillars of Success, that's what I did. Not only did I look at the statistics that you just mentioned about profitability with diversity, but I also proved productivity and innovation. If you're liking the data that she just said, which she's absolutely right, showing the business benefit of having more women in these fields, then you will love the book. But I love what you said there about bringing that to the table as women in technology. And as we come towards the end of the episode here, did you have any last parting words of wisdom to leave our listeners with that will help guide their success? Yeah, I think uh, what I would like to say is diversity and inclusion no longer just talking points. They are values that should be embedded and lived out by organization every day. And with that change, where I think organizations are going to really try to make an effort to bring in more, for instance, in the tech world, more female, but also more diverse background and and personalities. There's so many ways to diverse the company. So I would encourage female engineers or anyone looking for a career to start taking a step to change the culture, start moving towards companies that may not be quite diverse yet, but take a chance and start creating a new path for all the other female and and minorities. Yeah, what a great comment there to encourage women in tech to reach up uh, and down and around their organizations and really in their communities, just like you're doing today on this show with us to put your voice out there, to give these success tips to women in tech. And we appreciate it so much. So if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to connect with you? LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. I also have a Twitter profile that people can follow and they can reach out at email at gladys.ubermedia.com. Great. And as always, we will provide those on our blog, on our website and get you connected there. And we just, again, really appreciate you coming on the show today. It was a pleasure to get to know you. Who knew that we were going to end up using our motherhood as a tool, but I think that that is one of the tools that we have here and and a good analogy. So thank you again. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I love hearing about your advice for both companies and individuals to make a difference in technology. Thank you very much. It was great being here. Great. Thanks. Have a good day. Thanks. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.